mountains are still being moved. Hello, and welcome to Raising the Standard with Pastor Owen Moody of the Richmond House of Prayer in Richmond, Kentucky. You're invited to join us each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for an anointed full-length message from Pastor Moody. After the message, we'll be back to let you know how you can contact us. On this podcast, Pastor Moody brings us a message entitled, Honor Brings Blessing. His scripture text will be taken from the book of 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 5, and verses 9 through 14. Here now, Pastor Moody. Amen. I want to pray. Father, we thank you for the goodness of God, for the word of the Lord, for all of those that are watching us tonight. And we pray that as, as they find this, whatever time and wherever it is, that it will speak to their heart. And God, that the word today will be a challenge uh, to, to men and women everywhere. God, to just come to Christ and be saved and drawn out of God and grow in the grace and knowledge of the Lord. And God will give you praise. Heal the sick. Reach out, God, for those who are in need today and bless them and help them to see that Christ is the answer to every dilemma of life. And God will give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, praise God. I want to just uh, go into the Old Testament today. And I was reading about Solomon after the death of David. And Solomon was set in by David to be his successor. And there were others that were trying to abdicate, abdicate the throne. But God had spoke to David. And David spoke to Solomon. And said, you're the one that will succeed me on the throne. And David charged Solomon directly how that he could walk in favor and the blessings of God even as he had. And the responsibility would be his. So after Solomon comes to the throne, he takes care of some things that David had charged him with. And he goes to Gibeon to sacrifice unto the Lord. And the Bible says, and this is where I'm going to start reading in, in 1 Kings chapter 3 and verse number 5. It says, In Gibeon the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night and said, Ask what I will give you. Then I want to go to verse number 9, and the scripture says this. Solomon responds and says, Give therefore your servant an understanding heart to judge your people that I may discern or know, understand between good and bad, for who is able to judge? That word judge there means to, to guide and, and answer the questions and meet the needs of this thy uh, so great a people, so many a number. And the speech, what he said, pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this thing. And then God said unto him, because... You asked this thing, and you have not asked for yourself long life. Neither did you ask for money, for riches for yourself, nor did you ask for the life of your enemies. In other words, to be able to defeat all your enemies. But you have asked for understanding to discern or to know good judgment. Behold, I have done according to your words. Lo, I have given you a wise and an understanding heart so that there was none like you before. Amen. Neither will there be anybody like you after you shall there arise any like you. 
And I have also given you that which you did not ask for. Now watch this. He said, I've given you riches and I've given you honor. That's what you didn't ask for. Remember he said three things. You didn't ask for riches. You didn't ask for honor to defeat your enemies or for length of days or a long life. And he said, so that there shall not be any among the kings like thee all of thy days. Then he said, and if you will walk before me in my ways to keep my statutes and my commandments as your father David did walk, then watch this. He says, if you'll do this, then I will lengthen your days. Here we see God's acceptance of Solomon. We see that God honored his prayer. When Solomon said, I want wisdom, I want the knowledge, the ability to, to be able to guide your people. I want to preach to you just for a few minutes today on the thought from this that honor brings blessings. Honor brings blessings. Amen. I really felt that what we see here is God's acceptance of Solomon and his prayer, yet we see the conditions that God puts on Solomon's success or upon his long life. I felt that God spoke to my heart about some troubling things in our land today, in our nation, and even in the church. You know that it's very commonplace today that people dishonor leadership. They dishonor even the government or those that have authority over us. And Paul said it would be like that in the last days, that people would speak evil of dignitaries. He said that, that they would be unthankful and unholy. And then he says uh, disobedient to parents. He, he, he kind of links dishonoring your parents with being uh, unthankful and unholy. And I started thinking about how uh, the condition of our world today. This is a time when, when many young people are not trained up to honor their parents. Thank God many are. But there seems to be a trend today to dishonor the elderly and to dishonor parents, and for children to kind of kind of cast parents aside, especially in their old age, and when they're not able to do for them anymore or provide for them, they kind of just disregard them. I, I mean no uh, disrespect or nothing uh, mean-spirited about this, but the United States is the only country that I've ever been in or heard of where there's success in something you call nursing homes. In most countries, families keep their parents, amen, in their own home until they die. And I, I know sometimes circumstances don't warrant that, and I'm not, that's not something I'm hobby horsing or preaching about, but I just feel like that, I think that uh, there's some things that, that bring blessing to a country and some things that bring curses. I want to talk to you about blessings for a moment. So many times it's easy for us to focus on blessings and disregard Honoring God, as God said to Solomon, he said, if you honor me and keep my commandments and be faithful to me and honor my word like your father David did, he said, I'll bless you and give you all of these things. And then he said, I'll give you a long life. Amen. Blessings, folks, can be temporary. The things that, that we look for and that we hunger for and that we really long for sometimes are not really that important. I was thinking about when God 
was speaking to Israel and telling them how they should keep his commandments and exodus when they came into the land and, and how that if they did, God would bless them. In Exodus 23 and 25, he said, you'll serve the Lord your God. And what says, he said, he'll bless your bread and your water and I'll take sickness away from the midst of you. Sometimes I think we just sort of take for granted that we're going to be fed and that we're going to be healthy and things are going to go our way. In Psalm 65 and 9, again, the psalmist says, uh, giving honor to God, he said, you visit the earth, you water it, you greatly enrich it with the river of God. That's talking about spiritual blessings, which is full of water. You prepare them corn, and uh, when you have so provided for it, he, you know what he was saying? He said, God, you bless the land. In one place in that chapter, he said, you cause men to eat angels' food. You take care of them. So when I started to think about how temporary blessings can be, and if we're not careful, we can take those things for granted, and we can miss out on what God has for us. God puts conditions on blessings even in the church world and for the people that serve him and did with Israel. Back in Malachi 3 and 10, he uh, said, to them, he said, I want you to bring you all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be meat in my house and prove me herewith, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour out blessings that there shall not be room enough to receive it. Do you see that? God's saying to Israel and he's saying to the church that I want to bless you. And I've heard people say, well, now tithing is just for the Old Testament. Well, Paul said this. He said, he said, gather in and bring into the house of God on the first day of the week, which is Sunday. He's talking about tithe and offering so that we can continue to bless people and take care of the needs. That's the same thing that is said in Malachi. And so God, amen, says, I want you to realize that you can be blessed, but you need to understand where your blessing comes from. Amen. In Matthew chapter 6, the Lord's talking and he says, you know, there he's where he talks about, you know, uh, consider the lilies, they don't toil or spin. But even Solomon, who I'm talking about in all of his splendor, wasn't clothed like them. He said, Con consider the sparrows, they don't plant or sow, but God feeds them. Amen. And he says, you should uh, take no thought saying, what shall we eat or what shall we be clothed with? He said, the Gentiles, which means the ungodly people, Amen. They 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 kind of they concern themselves with this, but your heavenly Father knows what you have need of. Then He says, in verse thirty three, Matthew six thirty three, He says, "Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all of these things will be added to you." God puts conditions, folks, upon favor and upon blessings. I've seen so many people that that want to come to God and they want to be saved and they want to make sure that they're going to heaven, but then they want to disregard God. They want to disregard church. They want to disregard His Word. Amen. Many of you may be watching me that, that were raised up in church and at some point in time you gave your life to Christ and, and you've never been, you know, you don't go to church, you don't serve God, you don't, you don't live a life that honors God or your family or your parents. And still you're planning on going to heaven. And I hope that you do. I hope that you make it. But can I tell you, there's so much responsibility that comes with blessing. 
I'll tell you, God's been so good to me, I don't feel like I could ever do enough to honor him for all that he's done. Amen. You know, uh, God spoke to Solomon, and uh, he said, I want you to honor me like your father honored me. And if you do, he said, I promised your father David that there would never fail to be one of his sons to set up on the throne. Well, you and I know the story about the kings of Judah and of Israel, how that uh, they, most of them were ungodly and they dishonored God. And as a result of that, the, the nation failed and, and they were carried away into captivity and the nation was destroyed. And, and then there would come a time then that God would visit them again and trying to bring them back to blessing. Can I just speak to somebody today and tell you that I felt like the Lord spoke to me about this and, and said that there's going to be people that are hearing what you have to say, that at one time they knew the Lord and at one time they walked, amen, in the way of serving God, they, that even their mother and father walked in. And today they've, they've got away from that and, and their life is kind of falling apart and, and you can talk to them about God, oh, I'm still going to heaven. I, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about being blessed in this life now. Do you know that in Exodus chapter 20, God gave the Ten Commandments? And do you know what the commandment was, the one commandment with promise? God said this, he said, if you honor your mother and father, that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God is giving you. Can I tell you, I, I've never seen a time in America today, you know, that, that a mother and father are dishonored disrespected and disregarded. I was thinking about when I was a boy, you know, there were TV shows with names like Father Knows Best, amen? And there were TV shows that, that taught honoring your parents and, and taught following their example. And uh, even the sitcoms like the Andy Griffith Show and things like that back then, uh, you could say what you want to, but there was a there was a respect, you know, that Opie had for Andy. He, he honored his father, and they they projected that in that television show. Now the television show now shows now I don't even watch them. They're so ungodly, and and the the primetime TV show most of it is dishonoring. Dis they they make fathers out to be fools. I've never seen anything like it, and so that's a mindset that's in our land today. But I want to tell you the word of God still says honor your mother and father. Amen. And um, in Matthew uh, chapter 15, the Bible said uh, in verse number four, God commanded saying, honor your father and mother. He that curses father or mother, let him die the death. Amen. And you know, back in the first part of that chapter, the Bible said that uh, the, the, the uh, scribes and Pharisees, which were at Jerusalem, they came to, uh, to Jesus saying, why are your, your disciples transgressing, amen, the tradition of the elders? For they don't wash their hands before they eat. And, uh, but he answered and said to them, why do you transgress the commandment of God? Because God commanded saying, honor your father and mother. And Jesus called them out. He said, you'll take the money that ought to be used to support your mom and dad and you'll take it and use it and say, well, I used it for a gift to do something else with. And uh, I really felt that the Lord began to deal with me about this, that there, there needs to be a restoration of honoring God and honoring family and honoring parents, amen, in America today. I want to tell you that I, I thought like this, I saw the blessings that God brought upon my dad when my dad got saved when I was just a boy. 
Amen. I was maybe a preteen at that time or maybe in my early teenage years when my dad was saved and I, I saw how God began to bless his life and turn things for him and he lived his life. Amen. Serving God. And, and I, I can think back how that he honored his parents, my grandparents. Amen. And, uh, you know, you, you might say, preacher, that's, that's old school stuff. No, sir. That's a word of God that doesn't change. And, and I really felt like today that uh, this might be a little bit different message, but I believe there's somebody out there that might be coming across this somewhere, time or another on the internet, and your life may be in disarray, and your family may be falling apart, and, and you may have gotten into some kind of addiction or, or some kind of problems of life, and you can remember that you had an old praying mother and dad, or praying grandparents that loved God, who walked in the beauty of holiness, and, and, and tried their best to serve the Lord, and, and you remember the blessings that were on their life, the peace and contentment that they walked in. I, I want to tell you the abundance of uh, the blessings of God are not measured only by the abundance of things. And I talked about that early on in this message, how that, that things that we want to keep ourselves, you know, the, the material things and the, the food, the clothing, and, and all the things that seem to be so important to people today, those are just temporal things. But can I tell you a godly heritage and a legacy of faith that you can pass on to your children? children. That's what David passed on to Solomon. And, and people might say, well, David said, yes, he did. But he also repented. And he got right with God. And God honored David for the rest of his life and still honors him today. And God honored David by allowing one of the messianic titles for Christ to be the son of David. I want to tell you that there's something about these things that I'm talking about that, that brings about favor. Amen. That, that's not just temporary, but it goes on to your children. I, I like to think, you know, that, that one day if, if the Lord tarries his coming and I leave this world by way of the grave, that, that my children and grandchildren, and, and if they come great grandchildren and generations to come, will be able to point back and say, my, my dad, my grandfather, my great grandfather, whatever I am to them, that he lived for God. He honored his parents. Amen. He honored his grandparents. He believed in the spiritual heritage of being passed down blessings and, and I know some of you bless your hearts all you've ever gotten from your heritage was generational curses amen of alcoholism and drug abuse and, and addictions and, and ungodly behaviors and, and things like that but I want to tell you I know there's many out there that you can remember that you had parents and you had grandparents that served God and if you'll honor them even if they, if they didn't honor God if you'll honor them now God is promise to bring blessings in your life, can I say it, that are irrevocable, that can't be taken away from you. Oh, glory to God. Listen, folks, this life is a mist or a vapor. It doesn't last too long. Amen. You'll turn around a few times, you young people, and one day you'll be gray-haired and old if, you're, if, if God grants you those years and you'll wonder where life went. And I want to tell you, the, even the closer you get to the end of life, material things mean 
mean less and less, and the things of the flesh mean less and less. But it's those things that you can leave your children that'll guide them to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and bring them to a place, amen, where they're prepared for heaven. That's what matters. I I do not ever want to think about one of my children or one of my descendants ever opening their eyes in hell. But I want one day to be able to stand on the other side on the shores of heaven and see them make that crossing and say, thank God we made it because we held on to those things, amen, that were true and just and those things that that tend to salvation, amen, and not things that tend to destruction. Glory to God. God commanded, saying, honor your father and mother. And he said, if you do, your days will be long upon the land. But I want you to notice that God said to Solomon, I'm giving you that that you asked for. And Solomon's judgment became world-renowned. The Bible said that the queen of Sheba came and brought, amen, just loads of gifts and gold and wealth. And she said, she, I'd heard about Solomon's wisdom and I'd heard about his kingdom and what God had done for him. And she said, when I got there, I found out that the half had not been told. I want to tell you, folks, you may be on the outside looking in, and you might not see much, amen, to be desired in a life that honors God and honors parents, but you listen to a man that knows. I'm here to tell you the more you honor God, and the more you honor your mother and dad, and the more you live according to the word of God, God will bless you, and life will become more and more valuable to you. God granted Solomon's request gave him two of the things that he, that, that he didn't ask for immediately. Amen. He gave him wealth and gave him victories over his enemies. But the third thing, he said, long life. You didn't ask for it. I'm going to give it to you. But it's contingent upon you honoring me, following my commandments, my statutes, and my ways, and honoring, the, amen, the relationship that your father David had with me. I would like to say today, Thank God for godly parents. Thank God for godly mothers and dads who prayed prayers and read the Bible and went to church. And, and I've heard people say things, you know, uh, like this. Well, I had, a, my, 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 I had a drug problem when I was a child because my parents drugged me to church. And I, and I know they say that in jest, but some of them say it in disrespect. And, and I've heard people say things like, I had to go to church when I was a child and I don't have to go now. No, you don't. And I've heard them say, I'll go when I get ready. You listen to this old preacher. You'll do well to honor your parents. You'll do well to honor their faith. You'll do well to honor their God. You'll do well, amen, to raise your family up and train them up in church. You know, I thought about when I was raising my children, they never once asked me if they had to go to church. They knew we were going to church. Amen. It was never a matter, amen, of whether we were going to honor the Sabbath or honor that day of the Lord or not. We always did, not just on Sunday, but every day of the week. We tried to hold up a standard of faith and godliness, and it brought blessing and favor and happiness to our home. And can I tell you, my children are saved, and my son-in-laws are saved, and my grandchildren, amen, are saved, and they're serving God. And I count that the greatest treasure of my life, amen, on this side of 
heaven. And I hope today that you'll find your way, amen, to a place where you can have that relationship with God and with your family because it's the only thing that's going to pay off in the end. Well, this is Brother Moody, and I thank you for joining us today. And I want to pray with you. Maybe you're watching me and maybe you grew up in church and you've gotten away from God and maybe you broke the heart of your mom and dad and maybe there's some things you'd like to fix and they may even be gone now and you think I can't fix it. But listen, if they live for God, they're watching right now and they're waiting for the moment when you'll say yes to Jesus and surrender to him. Will you pray with me, Father? I thank you today for the opportunity to share the gospel truth and to share the good news, amen, and the requirements of of honor and faithfulness to God. I pray that there's anybody watching me, God, that's gotten away from you, anybody, amen, that feels like they failed to honor you and honor their parents and the faith that they had. God, I want you to help them right now just to look up and say, Lord, be merciful to be a sinner. Forgive me, God, of my sins. Come into my life and save me, God, and help me to make it to Canaan's bright shore. I want to go to heaven. God, I want to live for the God that my parents live for. Maybe if they're, even if their parents didn't live for God, that they'll get saved today and start a, a spiritual heritage in their family. God, do this and we'll give you glory. We love you and we thank you for all you've done in Jesus' name, amen. Well, this is Pastor Moody. Thank you for joining us today. Come and be with us Sunday at 9 a.m. or 11 a.m. We'd love to see you here. Check us out on the web, amen, at www.rhopky.com. Check us out on our Facebook page. We love you. Go with God and be blessed in the Lord is our prayer for you. And set our hearts on you. Lord, come and We hope you enjoyed today's message and we'll tune in again next time. Raising the Standard is the media ministry of the Richmond House of Prayer in Richmond, Kentucky. For more information on the various outreaches and ministries of the Richmond House of Prayer, please visit our website at www.rhop.life. Thanks for listening.